when you're going through something like chronic fatigue syndrome, your health is really unstable. Your energy levels are really unstable. And most often than not, you're pushing and crashing. So you're going up, you're going down, you're going one step forwards, four steps back, one step forwards, four steps back. And what we need to do is stabilize where you're at right now. We cannot progress until we stabilize, right? Once we have a platform from your stabilization, then we can make progress. But until we, we have that, there's just no point talking about progress. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the CFS Health Recovery Podcast. In today's session, Ash, our general manager here at CFS Health, is going to ask a question from the public. So a member from the public has put in a question, and we're going to select one today and answer it. Today, Ash, what is the question? So the question we have today is, I sometimes feel like I'm going in six monthly cycles, like it feels like a super long, long-term push and crash. How do I break the cycle? Okay, cool. So how do I break the cycle? Every six months, you seem to be going pushing and crashing, pushing and crashing. And this is a common theme that we see with our members when they first enroll in our mentorship 3.0, because they're kind of sick of this cycle and it's like a merry-go-round and it's like, oh my God, like I'm sick of going around in circles. And so one of the, one of the common themes that we talk about is red lining. And so you, if you can imagine there's two lines, there's a green line, which kind of is like in the middle, it feels kind of nice. And then red lining is way above. It's like, it's just doing too much where you're at right now and Hill, one of our coaches at CFS Health I love him and he always talks about redlining to our members he he runs the baseline aspect of of the coaching sessions and he always asks this one particular question which is why do you feel the need to redline like what's beneath you redlining you know because it's not as just like oh I just need to keep pushing myself or I oh apps accidentally keep pushing myself beyond my means there's usually a thought process or a pattern or a learned behavior that is making you do this regularly. Now, you might not be doing it on purpose. You're clearly not. But it's like an unconscious pattern that's just happening automatically. And it might be the fact that you just don't have good awareness of it. Like awareness is the first point of call. So for instance, if you don't understand what baseline is, or you don't understand this concept of pushing and crashing, and you know, you don't understand stabilization or the importance of it, whenever you do have a good day, you're just going to use all the energy that you have and try and make up for lost time. This is a level of overcompensation that we see a lot inside now, the mentorship, but even for the people in the public who just trying to figure out on their own like you know this whole baseline concept which is going to be really messy by the way if you're not getting proper help and coaching so don't beat yourself up if you're going around circles trying to do this on your own you're doing a lot of guessing but regardless whether you're guessing or not you're overcompensating on the good days and nothing great comes from overcompensating like if you think about it in life just in general what good has come from overcompensating whether it's in your relationships, trying too hard, people pleasing, in this particular case for this lady pushing and then feeling horrible. And so we want to get to the root of the cause. And the root of the cause, again, is going to be different for each person. But there's got to be that question to ask yourself, which is why am I redlining? Am I trying to prove myself to somebody? Am I trying to prove to myself? 
what is it that is not enabling me to tune in to me and my body? And what is it that's making you ignore that? Maybe it's lack of acceptance. You know, a lot of people are scared of acceptance because they think that it's quitting or giving up. But in fact, acceptance isn't resignation and acceptance is the first point of recovery. So, you know, we just, we actually have done a podcast on that. So you'll be able to find that on our channel on, on acceptance, but it's actually the, the title will be called the first starting point of recovery. What's the first thing you must do in order to recover. And, and that's where we talk about it in there. So maybe it's lack of acceptance. Maybe it's just, you know, you want to be a rebel and you, you're, you're sick of having to, you know, be in the sweet spot and, and stay disciplined. Potentially, there's this fear of missing out, FOMO. FOMO is where, you know, yeah, you fear of missing out. And again, you overcompensate for that. And then you go and do way too much too soon. The other reason is that you might actually just not be creating enough consistency and capacity in your body. So yes, you know, maybe it's every six months that this happens for you. But what are you doing in those six months initially? Do you have a restorative movement program put in place? What's your nutrition like? Are you eating regularly consistently enough? What's your stress levels like? Now, what's your daily output like? What's your energy input like? Like, what's your, sleep, what's your sleep like? Like, there is so many factors to, to have a, you know, to understand the pieces of the puzzle of what's missing for you. It could just be one of those things is missing and that's why you keep failing and going backwards or you feel like you're failing. But this is a true message to you that something needs to change. What's the message? You know, you want to ask that question. What's the message here? Damn it. <laughs> and it's like, you, you know, you don't learn until you learn it. The mistake keeps happening. There's a saying, Ash, I forget what that saying is. You might know, but it's like, you'll keep learning the same mistake until you've learned the lesson, basically. Is, it, is that how you say it? Yeah, I think you summed it up. Okay, cool. So, you know, you're going to keep making the same mistake until you get to the root cause of it. Usually though, I, you know, nine times out of 10, once the basics are covered, so your sleep's covered, your nutrition's covered, your mindset's covered, you know, the fundamentals are covered. Basically your baseline's good, your restorative movement's good. Like you've got that down pat. Nine times out of 10, if that's the case, it's, it's a behavioral pattern. So it's a it's a type A personality thing. It's like, you know, I've seen this before with with members where they're like, this is just who I am though. Like I am, I'm a perfectionist. I, you know, I'm the go, I'm the one that gets things done. You know, it's who I am. And my question to you then is, well, like how is that identity serving you? And maybe it's time to let go of that identity, you know, wearing the hero cape. It, it only gets you so far and maybe the significance is wearing off and there's more importance on the depth of how you're being within yourself as a human being versus what you're trying to prove your worth to as a human to the outside world. And I see that a lot. And we have so many transformations of members who were that and then they go through this recovery process and they come out a different person. Like they're literally, they're different um, by choice because they know that that no, no longer serves them and they're choosing a new life and they're building a new life and they're building a new identity with that. They are no longer the person they were uh, because that didn't serve them anymore. And so my invitation to you at home, if this is just resonating even just slightly, is just to like ask the question, like, is this serving me? You know, is this useful? What would I like? Like there are three questions that can literally just move you towards more of what you want. And they sound so simple, but in most forms of simplicity is, is where we 
find the depth and you know the profound meaning of change it's usually it's usually not in the complexity of like searching for you know quick fix answers and trying to find these complex situations like what's not serving me what's you know is this useful and what would i like and i wanted to say just as we finish up since we're just gone over 10 minutes it's okay to go through a period of unlearning like i don't know this lady at all and you know for for the privacy reasons but this could this lady could be experiencing this for 20 years you know like it could just be a pattern that's been running from childhood that this is who you are or you fail if you don't do you're a failure like who knows what mum and dad said to you or society said to you at large i don't know the story right but there must there's probably a story in the background and this is a common theme and so mm. i would just like say just like give yourself grace that, that it's like an unlearning period is totally okay like please don't beat yourself up or think like all right you know the answer you know to stop redlining so it should just be simple right like the the answer is easy but easy doesn't mean sorry simple doesn't mean easy so the answer is simple but simple doesn't mean easy and so there will be an unlearning period a really hard period where you're almost pruning back that garden getting rid of the shitty roots getting rid of the you know the dead flowers from from the garden bed but then creating an environment for the new plants and the new flowers to thrive. And that's what it's about. So please don't like measure, don't worry about progress right now. Focus on changing your environment and just doing that process. And I'm telling you in three, six, nine months time, the progress will come to the question, Ash. It does. Okay. And I think alongside that, Toby, hearing you talk, it's having the curiosity as well. You know, the unlearning, mm. the unraveling. And then meeting that with a curiosity of, like you said, yeah. what's the message here? What's what could be the new learning? What am I unlearning to then new to then learn differently? Like it's all having a curious outlook. Yeah. Well, Gemma Hanley, our resident mindset coach, she talks about that all the time, doesn't she? I think in in mm. in mm. her lesson session one inside the mentorship, it's all about setting yourself up for success. Which she talks about what part of that is having. A curious mindset over a conclusive mm. one. Because like everyone, mm. most of us are pretty skeptical of change just in general. So it's like, you know, there's that conclusive, mm, I don't know. Like I don't know. Nah, what he's talking about is just a his load of crap, right? Like we can all do that. We all have that tendency. But what would it be like if you had a curious mindset, an open mindset, one that is willing to be open to a different possibility because on the other side of curiosity is a different possibility, but that's your choice to take or not. Anyway, hope that was super helpful, guys. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll see you in an episode very, very soon. Thank you, Ash.